It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And, uh, no, I tell you, man, this has been an absolutely fantastic week. And um, you know what the day is. It's Friday. No, this is one of them wow, 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 wow moments, man. It's Friday. It would be Friday. Woo! It's Friday night. Not just Friday, man, but this is a special Friday. Because, Uh-oh. So, what Friday is that, that, James? I will be in studio bothering you live in studio at La Jolla, California Studios. Oh, Next week. You know what? If there's going to be anybody that's bothering me while I'm in the studio, you're the man I want to do it, man. I cannot wait for you to be back here in San Diego. Man, I tell you, man, uh, I'm bringing somebody that you know very well. Oh, yeah? Who who are you bringing with you? Normally, uh, this person uh, doesn't normally come, man. And it's just me and you and... Uh, but uh, and, and me, just like we're doing the James Cooley show across the the country right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're uh, all over the all over the nation, and uh, <laughs> you know you're you're normally coming back to San Diego, but I got a hunch maybe you're bringing Michelle with you. I did not want to say that, but uh, but uh, Noah, man, you know me. And uh, uh, she's my fantastic co-host, and I, I think we need to introduce. Uh, no, can, can can you introduce Michelle? Oh, it would be my honor because the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, is 1,000% one of the greatest shows about what is positive about life itself. James does a great job, but the co-host keeps it all together. The one, the only, the fabulous Michelle Cooley. Thank you, Noah. Thank you for a great introduction. Happy Friday to everybody. Happy Friday to listening audience. I'm excited about today's show. I'm excited to be returning to California next week. Yeah, I can't wait to see you, Michelle. And hanging out with Noah. You know, uh, it's always a pleasure to hang out with my great producer. Yeah, you know what? I mean, we always have a great show. We always talk. We even, you know, we're even on the phone during the week, but there's nothing. That's a better thing than when you're actually here in the studio and I can see you face to face. And Noah, uh, we need to let our listening audience know that uh, we got a couple of opportunities that was presented to the James Cooley Show It's Your Life. That's going to normally we own this. uh, If you're listening, regardless where you're at in the world, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh. 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Central, and 10 p.m., 11 p.m. Central. But, Noah, do you want to break the news to them and let, them look, let the, our listeners know what's going to happen on the 13th and the 30th? Oh, something really tremendous, audience. It's your life, audience. If you're listening right now, on the 13th and the 30th of September, you're going to tune into the J.C. Cooley It's Your Life radio show, but it's not going to be those days at 7 p.m. It's going to be prime time. 3 p.m. afternoon drive where you can catch the James Cooley show. Whole new audience. Of course, you're coming along with us, the show. But new people listening to the show, it's going to be great to be at 3 p.m. Pacific time. It's your life with James Cooley. Are we live, Noah? Or, uh, I, I don't know. Or, uh, just pre- pre-recorded? No, no, or... no. All live, my friend. <laughs> Worldwide. Live. And uh, normally we are in prime time, but 7 p.m., that's the last uh, hour in prime time. But uh, we moved up four hours. And, um, yeah, like I, I said, you. that's afternoon drive. You know, people are starting here in San Diego anyway to start to hit that road early for the long commute home. Hey, it's the perfect time to be on the air, my friend. 
You know what? Uh, and, and thanks so much, my friend. Uh, before I introduce and talk about this great guest tonight, man, I, I want our listening audience to know that if you want to call in to the show, it's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. We got a fantastic, terrific guest that Noah I think was on last month. Uh, when we, you know, hot topics. I remember morning. Kenny. Yeah, hot topics, and you know, we get so many responses from that because. You know, I don't talk about politics, so actually at all on hot topics, everything goes and and I get a chance to see uh, when I'm in person, uh, my producer, the (laughs) vein pop in the middle of his head. Uh, But uh, we got this guy that participated in the last hot topic. That's so fantastic that Noah, we had to have him on the show tonight. So. I tell you, I'm going to turn this over to Michelle and let her introduce the title of uh, tonight's show. What is it, baby? The title of tonight's show is, Oh, the Humanity. Oh, the Humanity, Moving Beyond the Surface. And the purpose of the show tonight is it's kind of like an overview. So often when we interact with people or even travel through life ourselves, we deal with things on a surface level. A lot of that is to protect ourselves from disappointment. But if we really want to get all there is out of life, we need to go beyond the surface, both in our thinking and our way of embracing experiences. Our differences can seem bigger than life. But if we approach situations and interactions with a focus on our shared humanity, we might be surprised at the outcome. Wow. You know, James, you and I were talking about that earlier on today. We need to concentrate on the similarities uh, rather than the differences and to unite and to be able to find solutions together. Before we introduce this great guy, Noah, I I, want to just uh, thank you for allowing me to be uh, your guest co-host on a, a show that we did talk about humanities. We talked about individually we talked about collectively we talked about love we talked about being together and uh i, th- I think your show is going to be aired uh across the county that show is going to be aired this weekend there's this not- weekend saturday people can tune in tomorrow uh, two times if they hear it right here on kcbq it's going to be actually pretty early time at 4 30 in the morning or they can catch it on Sister Station, K-Praise, which is 12, 10 a.m., KPRZ at 10.30 p.m. And my guest is Isaac Ford. We've had him on the show, one of your great friends. And I couldn't think of a better opportunity to have you as my fabulous co-host. And I want to thank you for allowing me to do that. But we got a great guy, uh, Kenny Feist, that's going to be on the show tonight. And Michelle, can you introduce this great Guest to our listening audience. Yes, Kenny Fikes. Kenny began his career as an options trader in Philadelphia after graduating from the University of Pennsylvania in 1990. In addition to being a portfolio manager of millions of dollars for several clients, he was also the director of operations for a sizable organization where he led 1,600 employees. Mr. Fikes has held various positions in finance, operations, and management. After 18 years of traditional employment, he stepped out as an entrepreneur, venturing into consulting, construction, and transportation. Since two 2008, he has built a tremendous wealth of knowledge via consulting with a myriad of small companies, a few large profile companies, municipalities, a major university, and the federal government. The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life, proudly presents Mr. Kenny Fikes. How you, how you doing, Kenny? Welcome to the show. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing quite well. Thank you for having me again. How are you all this evening? Man, uh, it's an absolute pleasure having you on uh, the show tonight, man. And uh, I mean, and uh, last time I talked to you, I think you was in Tennessee. I don't know if you're in Tennessee right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm. This is my home. This is my dining room right here, uh, Knoxville, <laughs> Tennessee. You know, Tennessee is a long state um, in terms of east to west, and so Knoxville is far east Tennessee. It's about a three-hour drive west to the middle of the state to Nashville, and then another three hours to Memphis, and then you're right there on the Mississippi, Mississippi River, bordering in Arkansas. So I'm far uh, east you, Tennessee. You know, I had to uh, always mention my home uh, town, Chattanooga, Tennessee, and 
And I was intrigued uh, last time that you was on uh, Hot Topics that uh, you you remember where it was at. Actually, you you held a couple of businesses in that area, you know. I so, did. yeah, hey, hey, Kenny. So we're gonna get started with this, and uh, I know we got the break coming up in two minutes. But um, Kenny, can you tell our listening audience a little bit about your life journey? And how it might have not been the most straightforward path, you know, that you might have thought it was going to be. Uh, but you started it and sure. you got the point and you understood and you are who you are today. Yeah, well, so I guess I'll have to pick a place to start, because if I did, though, Chuck Berry, I was born in a log cabin down in New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans it would be really, really long. Um so uh, how about I start after college? Um, I, I graduated with a degree in African-American studies, which in 1990 wasn't really the most popular thing. It's become pretty popular these days. Back then, a lot of us had to do it as independent studies. And so um, my, my professional life has been described as eclectic, starting with that degree and going to become an options trader on Wall Street and then a portfolio manager and so on and so forth, meaning in the financial industries. Uh, in the financial industry, I've also become, become a banker <clears throat> as well. And so, um, um, do we need to break? You know? Hey, Kenny, let's hold the banker. Uh, 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 uh let's hold, I, I became a banker. Cause we got to take a station break, but okay. I want to come back. And this is so important that our listening audience get a chance, an opportunity to know who Kenny Fikes is. I tell you, if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one 1170 It's your life. I'm James Coley. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on TuneIn.com and Odyssey.com It's time to dream big, think big and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and wow, we got this fantastic guest tonight, Kenny Fikes and uh no, I'm going to get back with him shortly uh, because uh, I'm interested in knowing about uh, him becoming a, a broker and advisors, especially when it comes to stocks. Uh, you know what that means, though. 
I mean, money, 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 and money. Options. I mean, he's talking options. But uh, Noah, I, I, I am so excited that Salem Media has selected me to do uh, two special editions. Man, I am so. I'm coming on the thirteenth and the and the thirtieth. I think those are the dates. You know, I'm so excited to be. Moved up that for in prime time, man. I'm, 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 uh, 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 from seven, from seven p.m. prime time to three p.m. afternoon drive live. You're going to be able to catch James right on your drive home for your commute. Just tune into the answer and it's your life radio. It's going to be the same great show, different time for two spectacular days again on September 13th. And the 30th, tune in at that time, 3 p.m. Don't miss it. Not just that, but Noah, uh, we get calls from Jamaica, Africa, all China. around the world. I mean, so it's all over the world. And, uh, you know, uh, Michelle is, is, is reminding me, Noah, that I might have said something that was wrong. Oh, what was that? Uh, she was saying, James, options <clears throat> are not stocks. And Kenny is going to correct that. <laughs> but I tell you what. Uh, that's why she's my co-host. And if you want to be part of this great conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 Uh We talked about uh, your path, your journey, and uh, a lot of things that led you to be the great person that you are today. And I think that uh, you cut it off when Michelle just said options, not stocks. Can you explain uh, that a little bit more to our listening audience? Well, sure. You're, you're asking me a little bit about my path, and I was telling you it was eclectic. And so starting with an African-American studies degree, and then I'll come back and if you want to talk about options versus stocks, but they're stock options. So going with an African-American studies degree to go to Wall Street to trade options, which were stock options, by the way. Um, and then leaving there and going to be a portfolio manager where I had clients and I managed their portfolios. Um, and then from there, I went on to work in government uh, for the Senate of State Senate of Oklahoma. And then from there for the Supreme Court of Oklahoma. And then from there into private banking with Bank One Securities before we got purchased by Chase Manhattan. But so, yeah, so options are you can have options on almost anything. But in my case, I traded options on stocks. And so. There are two types of options. There are call options and there are put options. Call options give you the ability or the option to buy stock at a given strike price. Um, or And put options give you the option to sell a given stock at a given strike price. So, um, for example, if the stock's trading at $10 and you believe um, that it's going to go up or down, you will make a play and buying or selling calls or puts based on your where you think the stock's going to go. Or if you do what I did, I never really took a position up or down. I bought calls, sold, sold puts, or sold calls, bought puts, which is like doing synthetic stock. And what you'd want to see is the, the market get out of line so that things weren't exact. So you might buy call options out of the money or in the money, and then you might sell puts at a corresponding level. So you've locked in a price which is called arbitrage in trading. And so you may make very little, like five cents or seven cents, but you do it so many times that that's where you make your money. Wow. But not really not really gambling. Today they have what they call day traders, men and women sitting at home in front of the computer doing stuff. They're really gambling. Um, and I understand that there are some, um, um, that there, there, there are some programs out there to do that as well. So, but anyway, I didn't know how far you wanted me to go into that. No, hey, Kenny, I really want you to go into this. Uh, I got a quick question, uh, real quickly. Sure. Uh, our listening audience, can you explain to them why this is so important that they understand this philosophy? Uh, if they are seeking what we call wealth management, wealth, or, or whatever that is that might uh, enhance them to reach their goals. Well, why it's important to to do, to do what to understand the market? Absolutely, the market, <clears throat> and why it's important for them to invest. 
Well, it, it's certainly, you know, the, 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 the age old example for little kids and children's books of squirrels saving nuts, right? <laughs> for a rainy day. Um, <clears throat> the big example for governments are most governments have what's called the rainy day fund. So we don't know what's going to happen in the marketplace. Like, for example, COVID happened last year uh, and the year before. And so people weren't working as much. In fact, the government was sending out checks. So we weren't really as a nation sending in as much money as we had before. So because they have rainy day funds and funds set aside. So in your own life, um, it's important to set things aside and, and do that calculation because, you know, I always say to people, I don't know if it's, and some people think it's funny, some people don't, but I say, God forbid or God willing, I live to be 90 years old. If I've got enough money, you know, God willing, I live to be 90 years old or more. If I don't, if I haven't taken care of the thing, then God forbid I live to be 90 years old because I don't know how I'm going to get there. Um, but yeah, it's just all about planning, sure. And it takes discipline. I think it takes more discipline than it does smarts, quite frankly. Kenny, um, it's said that we don't remember what people say, but rather how they make us feel. How does this play out in the way you approach connecting with people? Um, well, it's all about connections. Um, I've always had a heart for people. We all have different gifts and different things that come to us naturally. I can remember like it was yesterday, even at this age, at 54 years old, I can remember being 8765. I had the reverse, five years old, which is preschool, and, and just crying, sobbing tears because these two little boys that were twins in my class were being picked on by some older kids. And, my, and I was just like crushed emotionally by that. Um, and, and so I've always had a heart for people. Um, everything I've done, we've talked about um, it being eclectic. Uh, although it is that I knew that my first job was going to be there. I just needed to graduate. So while I didn't grow up with any socioeconomic advantages, I did build relationships. Um, I think I rubbed people the right way, even as a child, um, and developed relationships with even adults that weren't my family members or whatever. So they wanted to see me do well. Um, so it's all about relationships. And even when I went to the bank, um, and I worked for, for, uh, bank one securities, uh, the guy who who became my boss, I met him having a drink at the bar at TGI Fridays, and that's how that happened. Um, you know, so that's my my whole life has kind of been that way. I've never taken a direct path; it's based on relationships. Kenny, you started a website called I Know Media, where people could share their thoughts on various topics. Can you tell a listening audience what prompted you to create something where everyday people can weigh in and share what's on their mind? Yeah. Um, so Facebook is a platform that a lot of us enjoy. Most people, I think, I don't know if that's correct, but I think most people have a page, whether they're active or not. And there was just so much noise out there that didn't seem to make a lot of sense. And, and, and I don't care if it's right or left or Democrat or Republican. It just, it just didn't seem to be very knowledgeable and, and informed. Just a lot of people with opinions and, and people who are outraged and angry. And so I thought, well, if people don't want to really read books anymore, but they're drawn to online platforms and they want to go read some good information um, written by people who have either worked in that area or have studied that area in some way, shape or form, um, but were credible and would just write about it from sort of a personal aspect and not really railing against before anyone that that I would sort of just kind of go for that and ask friends to, to, to join me in that. Wow. No, I think you have a question. Oh, I did, but I was just actually uh, just telling James we've got about a minute till break. Oh, okay. Um, do you want to start and then um, um, Kenny can um, finish up on, uh, or continue after the break? Yeah, Kenny, where do you believe your sense of self-worth comes from? Because I think people could really learn a lot from you, and I think that's a pretty personal question, but I also think it shows in what you do, too. Yeah, um, I, I, that's an easy answer for me. And so this is radio and there's a podcast. I mean, and there's a video version, but if there's someone who can see the video version, there's a photo right up there on the wall. And that is uh, my mother and her twin sister. And I will tell you, it's almost humorous, but it's true. By the time I was 11 or 12, I believed that I was handsome and smart. And let me tell you why. Not because I was full of myself for any self-righteous reason, but my mother drilled that into me. I can't tell you the number of times I was kissed on the forehead and hugged and called baby come here and you're so handsome and you're so smart. 
And she would even embarrass me sometimes, like as a little kid who wasn't supposed to be old enough to read the newspaper, she would like make me perform like, hey, read this newspaper for them to blow their mind, right? I don't remember the age, but it was but it was early. And so she just pounded that into my head to a point where I kind of internalized it and move through the world with confidence. That's honestly where it comes from. And you know what, Kenny? I mean, that's great. There's a huge difference between being confident and being cocky and having a healthy sense of confidence can really take your personal life and your career to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. And we're going to have more with Kenny Fikes on the other side of the break here on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Go ahead and give us a call at 888-344-1170. Again, that's 888-344-1170. If you have any questions for Kenny, we'd love to get you on the air and make you part of this experience. It's your life. I'm Noah. We'll be back. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Noah Dingley here, producer of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and I tell you, we got Kenny Vice, and uh, he's putting it down in, in Newark. Uh, man, sometimes uh, we have those aha moments, and we have those moments where... We need to understand, uh, and uh, just like the title of the show today is, Oh, the humanity moving beyond the surface. And even if it's just from a financial perspective, it's also include a life perspective that we have to move forward. And sometimes we have to think out the box, not just in our little zone that we're in right now, uh, whatever that might be in one's world or purpose, but Kenny is 
this guy is so brilliant. Uh, I, I, I feel the real the mention to the audience that he's a University of Penn graduate. Uh, and I, he probably thought I had forgot about that. Uh, but uh, <laughs> very smart guy. And not just because he's an Ivy legal, uh, but uh, he's a brilliant guy, uh, extraordinary guy. And I, I think our listening audience need to understand that if you want to be part of this conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. And Noah, one other thing. Yeah. Fallen Angels. I, I know that we just played that uh, commercial. Yeah, I'm blown uh, away. You told me we're going to have somebody on the show that's oh, been part of that movie. The author. That's great. <laughs> and that's coming up real soon. But I know we'll talk about that uh, on another show. But uh, I'm just so thrilled that we we got this guy that wrote the book. And he uh, a JAG, a Navy officer like me. But I'm wasn't a Jag that's that's going to uh, uh, come and tell why he wrote this book and why that's so important. So, well, but let's get back to that. But I also can't wait to get, find out more about <laughs> Kenny. Let's get back to Kenny. No, you got. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Kenny. You know, James just mentioned talking about finding out about things that are below the surface, like not just surface level stuff. And I know it seems as if people spend more time interacting or living on the surface instead of really getting the truth and understanding. So what would you like people to consider or think about when it comes to sharing different ideas with others? I was just on another radio show, my own today with James. We were talking about just that. What do you have to say about that? Well, I, I think we spend so much time in, in this society thinking about what others think of us. Um, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's important. Sometimes people say they don't care what others think of them. But I think if we tell the truth, we want people to like us. We want people to respect us. We want people to want to be around us, right? Even when we want to be alone. Um, everyone likes to be liked. But at the end of the day, I think we vacillate between both things. What's internally drives us? And what's external, because there's so many images and things and noise in front of us on a daily basis that you have to do things, whether it's taking a walk or taking a drive or taking a run or listening to music and thinking to really sort of connect with yourself and see who you are, because that's the only truth that you can really live. I love that answer, too. And when you find differences between yourself and others, those differences are okay. And at the end of the day, if you have a healthy discussion and a respectful discussion, you're going to learn probably more about yourself than you could ever dream. That's right. And, and I think by doing that, you allow yourself to grow and become a better person. A little analogy I like to use is as I get older, it is my hope that the road for me gets more narrow. And what I mean by that is... As I know who I am and I know what my boundaries are and I know what my sort of sort of rules are for my own life, that I can live within the confines of that, confined not being a bad word, but living on the principles that I believe in. And that that road gets wider for other people because I become less judgmental and, and, and understanding that I don't know that person's past. And so that it makes me better and more knowledgeable to just accept people where they are and meet them where they are. It just makes us better humans. Yes. Kenny, there's an increasing folk. Um, there's an increasing focus on the individual. Yet you started a nonprofit organization called Ubuntu, focused on caring for others. Tell us about this organization and the process. Okay, so it's a five hundred one c three. Um, I made it a 501c3 because the idea was to go out and solicit funds after a well, In fact, I, I skipped ahead of myself. So let me back up. I, it was, although most times in life, I, I like to talk about being intentional. This just ha happened organically. So while I haven't had a drink of alcohol in 13 and a half years, I went through a little time of struggling with that. And, and in that process, getting sober, um, you know, I went to meetings and, and, and shared thoughts and ideas with the room like everyone else does. And as I began to sort of refocus my mind and stop drinking, I, I worked with a lot of other guys who didn't have my same background, education and resources. And so I found myself helping one guy and another guy and another guy. And all of a sudden I, I, I thought, well, I'm not a wealthy philanthropist, but I'm behaving like one. So I better make this an organization. 
And I ended up making it a 501c3, but never went out and asked for money because that's not my comfort level. Um, and, and I, and I came up with a name because I was watching the Celtics play in, in the NBA finals in 2008 when they had the big three and they put their hands in the huddle and instead of saying beat LA or defense, they said Ubuntu. And so I had to look up what it meant. And it's basically an African sort of deal where it means if it's the three of us here or the four of us here, I can't see Noah, but the four of us here, I'm not good if Noah's not good. I'm not good if Michelle's not good. I'm not good if James is good. So you don't have to ask me. I have to come to you. I come to you and say, hey, what can I do for you, brother, sister? And we're only as good as the collective. Wow. wow. <laughs> I like that. Wow. Wow. Collective wow. Wow. <laughs> Noah, go, go ahead, old man. That was, that, that, was, that was great. Yeah, I was just going to ask him uh, with his nonprofit if he could relate that to today. It just seems like that there's just more division in our society and it, it's disheartening to see. And how does he think he can use his nonprofit to help us get back to a place of unity? And where does that unity, where does that process to get there start, Kenny? Yeah, well, I, I don't want to sound like a like an old Southern Baptist preacher, but, you know, I think that, you know, that there's a song that my grandma liked and probably a lot of people's grandmothers like called Amazing Grace. You know, he saved the wretch like me. And at the end of the day, you know, we hear cliches when we're young and we don't understand them. And sometimes they seem corny and cliches, but the older you get, the more you realize it's true. What am I saying? In that song, it talks about God saved the wretch like me. Well, we're all just broken human beings. Some of us are more broken than others. Um, and there's where the lack of judgment comes in. And so one of the powerful things about helping people who've hit the bottom is that when they're coming back out of that, they have this tremendous thing called gratefulness. They are so grateful uh, for where they are. Whereas when you haven't gone through anything, that's another sort of Southern black church thing where preachers will get up there and say, well, until you go through something, right? Well, when you go through something, you learn, you get the battle scars. And so in terms of unity, I think if we focus less, I heard you say this at one point, Noah, we focus more on our similarities versus our differences. I think that's where the unity is because when people have problems, they have problems. It doesn't matter, you know, if, if your son or your daughter is being bullied it doesn't, no one, no one's going to ask if they're a Democrat or a Republican. You know, if, if, if something happens in your life and someone is stricken with a terminal disease, no one's going to ask you if they're black or if they're white. Um, you know, if someone is hungry, no one's going to ask you <clears throat> sort of what their sexuality is. And so if we concentrate on the things and the issues that we have, and, and as odd as it may sound, the problems that we share then I think that would bring us together more because there's a whole lot of people that are middle class and aren't registered to vote. There's a whole lot of people that are poor and aren't registered to vote. There's a whole lot of people that are wealthy that don't really care much about politics. So if we talk about the human things and the human aspects, there's no way possible that with a logical mind, you won't see how much we have in common. That was Kenny and James too, the most perfect answer to that question. Amen. Noah, uh, I don't think there could have been a, a better answer to, than what Kenny just provided. Uh, Kenny, thank you so much for that. Kenny, you mentioned that you consider yourself to be on the back nine of <laughs> your life because of your age. I, and you're a young guy. You already know that. How has yeah. your focus changed from your early years <laughs> to now. I, I, come on now. Talk to me. Well, listen, uh, so I turned 54 um, a few weeks ago on July 29th, and I feel young. Um, the, the gray hair on my face reminds me that I'm not 25, but uh, my mind tells me that I'm still younger, but my physicality um, lets me know sometimes, like when I injure myself in my sleep, I wake up and something hurts and I don't know what happened. Um, this sounds all too familiar. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I know we have questions again, but I want to share this humor and I'm going to try to do it in 30 seconds. I was checking out at a Walmart um, a few months ago and there was this young lady, like five or six registers down. And she just kept looking at me and looking at me. And so I was like, hey, maybe I still got it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and, and so we were leaving at the same time. 
And she says, sir, I'm sorry I was staring at you. I thought you were my uncle. I was like, ah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you so, know, we got to take a break. The Lord keeps but, us humble, for sure. Hey, 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 Noah, I don't think we could have taken a break any better no, than what, no, what that Kenny did. No, the, the perfect timing. <laughs> hey, Kenny, oh, man, that was funny, yeah. bro. I, I thought you were getting ready to say you know, probably 10 or, 10 or 11 different things, but we got to take a station break. But uh, I'm having so much fun with this conversation with Kenny Fights. We're going to take a station break and we're going to come back and continue on great discussion with this young man. And uh, uh, we hope that uh, he's not that lady uncle. <laughs> we'll be back shortly after the break. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. Just joking, Kenny. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. FM 96.1 North County and AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and uh, I tell you, uh, we're talking to Kenny. Kenny, uh, you know, I'm looking at him uh, live on the screen, and uh, this guy looks so serious. He's got that Lawrence Taylor serious look, (laughs) and I know. Hey, Kenny, come in now. You, 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 people done told you that you look like Lawrence Taylor before in life. I know. I I know that. I I can. I can just uh, look at you and tell. And you got that look when Lawrence is getting ready to make a sack. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and, and, and uh, anybody ever told you that? Well, I don't agree with it, but the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. And 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 we're not going to act like a pack of crazed dogs up in here. <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't. But uh, uh, I'm just telling you, uh, listen, to audience, if you if you're trying to figure out, uh, okay. Uh, how can I get a visual of this guy? It looked just like Lawrence Taylor, but, uh, he don't look like he getting ready to break somebody's leg or, or anything like that. He, uh, because it's logical. And, uh, this guy is so brilliant. Noah, Noah, this guy is so brilliant. And, uh, he is, uh, I tell you, wealth of knowledge. Yeah, he's been breaking it down the entire hour, and I just can't wait to find out a little bit more. And I, I, I love finding out about I Know Media and his nonprofit, and he's very impressive. And not just that, man. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's funny. He's funny, too. I mean, that uh, uh, he ended the last segment with a joke that I thought was hilarious. I'm still Let's ask him the serious me. question right now, James. How old are you really, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> 1967. There you go, fifty-four. 
Oh, man. Yeah. So, by the way, in case you didn't get what I said about the crazed dogs, that's what Lawrence Taylor used to say. We're going to act like a pack of crazed dogs, and that's what he would say. Well, yeah. you know, I, I know that because uh, I'm a Cowboys, uh, I, and I'm in Dallas right now, and Lawrence okay. Taylor, uh, one of my uh, favorite athletes, but I hate it when he played against Dallas. You know, so. Gotcha. Hey, hey, Kenny, I, I got to ask you this question because you're so sure. serious. And uh, I'm talking about in your answers and everything that you're saying. You got two kids, I believe. And, yes. Uh, yes. As a parent, and you trying to teach them the ropes of life, but you're trying to let them be individuals. Have you found yourself in a situation where you're trying to lead them to be like you or have their individual thoughts where they come to you and say, hey, dad. This is what I'm thinking. This is how I feel. Uh, what do? What is your expectations of me? Uh, I, I'm, that's mm-hmm. that's important to me. That's a question that's not uh, in here, and you know where I'm going with that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that's a constant thing from the time that they're little to older. But let me tell you, by the way, I'm not always that serious. In fact, people accuse me of playing too much, but I get this serious look on my face when I'm thinking. So, with that said. Um, that's a constant thing. So as a father, for me, it was a, it was, it was a, children don't come with handbooks. And when you grow up like I did, which was in a wonderful, loving environment, but I didn't grow up with a father and I was an only child, my brothers and sisters. And so it was my mother and I, and, um, I didn't, I didn't see any bad relationships, but I didn't see any relationships because my mother was single forever. And the only man that I was, was ever around in my house was the guy who became my stepdad. And they got married when I was 14. And he was really more of a friend than a father figure. Um, he wanted me to like him. Right. Um, and so, um, when I became a parent at 25 years old, when my first child was born, my second child was born when I was 33. So they're eight years apart. I mean, it was like handing a child a child, even though I was an adult with a job and an Ivy League education, I didn't know what to do. Um, but as a man, what kicked in for me was that protection thing versus the nurture thing. And the older they got, I found myself teaching my son and loving my daughter. Um, so stereotypical, right? And then as they got older, I realized that they both needed more of those other things. He needed to be nurtured more and she needed to be taught more. And so I, I'm sorry if I rambled on that, but to answer James's question a little more directly, is um, that that's a constant thing because what you realize, particularly as a man with a son, when especially if it's your first child, he's not you. He's not you. So you think that because maybe you were good at something that he's going to be good at it or because you like something that he's going to like it or that because you have a certain temperament and opinion about something that he's going to be saying, well, he's not. He's himself. And so it's a fine line to raise a, a child, in my mind, to be um, thoughtful, um, but also weigh in when you know that they just don't know any better. So I used to hate it when my mother said, because I said so. So I found myself saying with my children, listen, trust me, because if I were to explain it to you, your life's experience hasn't gotten you to a place yet where you'd understand it, which is just another way of saying the same thing. So that's a lot of words, but yeah. It's a lot of words and it makes all the sense in the world and you learn a lot from parenting experience. And Kenny, I've been a single dad for 20 years now. Uh, So do you think that we can take those lessons learned as we're gaining that parenting experience, like you just mentioned, and apply them to how we interact with other people? I think so. It's about having grace and graciousness for other people. It's about understanding that, just like I said, your your son's not going to think like you think. He may have some of the same core values, but um, uh, I think at the end of the day, a lot of us have different means towards the same ends. Like everyone wants to be secure. Everyone wants the children to be happy if they have children. Everyone wants to ride into the sunset with a nest egg. Everyone wants to be healthy. Um, everyone wants to live in a safe neighborhood. No one wants to be hungry, right? Um, if you're lucky, you get to travel a little bit. And so it, I think when you help other people, you end up helping yourself. I think that when you are a listening, willing ear, um, people are likely to share with you and good deeds beget good deeds. Um, I, I don't know how to describe it scientifically, but I do believe that 
karma is a real thing. I do believe that what comes around goes around. It's like if you were to think of a Hot Wheels racetrack in a semicircle and you push some ball out to your right, it's going in that circle and it's coming back. Always, always, always. So was that a positive thing you pushed out or a negative thing that you pushed out? Amen. Kenny, if you could give people one tip or piece of advice of living a life that goes beyond the surface, what would that be? Um, I, I think, again, it's, it's self-reflective, right? Because the surface only lasts for so long. Um, you can be as shallow as you like. Like one of the things I share with my daughter is um, people tend to think that she's a really physically good-looking person. She's been told she's beautiful since, since she was little. So I don't concentrate on that. I say, look, honey, you know, congratulations on your face, right? You didn't have anything to do with that. But what's what, what's really important, right? How do you make people feel? What do you do? What kind of energy do you put in the world? And at the end of the day, none of us want to really end up in a place where when we're in that 11th hour, people don't really have good things to say about us. Again, we have to live from what's inside. But I think we all want people to feel like we contributed something. And so... Um, I'll end on this, um, on that question. You know, the older you get, the less you have this situation. I think that all three of you are going to nod your heads when I make this comment or ask this question. You're probably all going to nod your heads yes. Have you ever had a scenario where you said to yourself, I wish I had yesterday to make a different decision? 100%. I think we've all been there. And so the older we get, we get wiser and we learn to pay, play the tape through because we understand outcomes from what we're doing today. And so if we're wise and, and, and doing what we should, we get to play that tape forward before we even take the action and we have less of that. And I try to impart that on my children and I try to do that working with other people because at the end of the day, all you have is your integrity and your word and your character. And so wow. hopefully that's what you're offering hey, to the hey, world. Hey, Kenny. You hit it on the nose. Man, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show. We, we're out of time right now, but man, you are so knowledgeable, so experienced, and has wisdom that most people seek. Um, I want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I'd like to thank my great co-host, Michelle Cooley. I'd like to thank my great producer, Noah Dingley. I'd like to thank our listening audience uh, for taking the time uh, to listen nightly. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley.